Becoming Wise is supported by the Fetzer Institute. I've had hundreds of big conversations, and my conversation partners share wisdom I carry with me wherever I go. The physicist Leonard Mladenow changed the way I think about the agency we have in shaping our own destinies. As a scientist, he works with principles like Brownian motion, by which Einstein helped verify the existence of molecules and atoms. And, as the child of Holocaust survivors, he dances with the experience we all have that life never goes as it's planned, and yet the choices we make can matter. This is Becoming Wise. I'm Krista Tippett. You write about your father's a story he told you about how he got the job in the bakery at Buchenwald, the uh, concentration camp. His sense that this is just random. Um, but tell that story. Oh, yeah, that was in the Drunkard's Walk, and yeah. the book is about randomness in in life. And to me, you know, when I was thinking about writing that book, I was almost shaken by the, the realization that that I'm you know a random effect of something very bad and I hope that for me I'm glad I'm here but I'm only here because Hitler or the Nazis killed my father's previous family and and that led to my being here yeah. uh, and that was a very hard thing to, to face in a way that what's the meaning of my life when it arose from something like that and in that story, he was in the Buchenwald concentration camp, and he had stole he stole a loaf of bread um, from the bakery. And the baker, I guess, there were a certain number of people who had access. They lined them all up and brought the uh, the guys with the guns, and they said, "Who stole the bread?" And my father didn't say anything. And then they said, "Okay, we're going to start at this end of the line, and we're going to shoot everybody." until either you're all dead or the thief steps forward. And so he puts the gun to the head of the first person. So my father at that point stepped forward and admitted that he stole the bread. And he told me that it wasn't a heroic thing. That it was He didn't do it out of heroism. He did it purely practical that these guys are all going to die, and I'm going to die too, or I'll just be the only one. So he stepped forward. And um, instead of killing him, though, the baker acted like God and somewhat arbitrarily uh, took him under his wing and gave him a, a job as his assistant in the in the bakery. And so he had a much better job after that based on that incident. And it just shows you that even in the midst of all this cruelty, there's randomness or I don't know what whim. I, I don't yeah. know if the guy, I don't know if he was being human and, and let some of his humanity peek out or he wanted to play like God. I, I don't really know what was the person's motive, but... That's uh, one of many things that happened to my father. I, if it had happened differently, I, I wouldn't be here, and my kids wouldn't be here, and everything would be different in you know in that lineage. <laughs> yeah. You know, one of the things that's so fascinating is how quantum physics has presented a picture of the world that is so much more of reality of the way things work. That is so much less ordered. More, you know, there's chaos. There's randomness, and there and it wasn't there for Newton or even for Einstein. Or they didn't want, you know, Einstein didn't want those things to be there. Um, you know, one of the things you say is 
anything that is possible eventually will occur. <laughs> Just wait long enough and strange things will happen. But still, there's an order to it somehow. Doesn't your life work that way? <laughs> huh? yeah. yeah. But but here's the out. Here's the opening I feel you give. Here's something else you wrote. The outline of our lives, like the candle's flame, is continuously coaxed in new directions by a variety of random events that, along with our responses to them, determine our fate. You know, you say that we... We are driven to see patterns and create patterns where the patterns aren't there. But you seems to me that you're also presenting our responses as mattering. That there is randomness. And then you, you talk about that even though that is true, you know, the number of chances taken, number of opportunities seized does make a difference. It does shift things. Can you explain that in Scientific terms? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about Brownian motion, so uh, that says it all. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the, um, so the drunkard's walk come, is sometimes called the random walk, and it comes from a jagged path that uh, particles in Brownian motion seem to take for no apparent reason. Uh, in Brownian motion, people look at, this in the 19th century, they notice that little grains of uh, pieces of pollen would jiggle around for no apparent reason in, in liquid. And they thought at first maybe that was a life force because there was no force on it. Maybe that's what was jiggling because it's pollen. But they hmm. eventually figured out, and Einstein actually is the one who explained it, that this jiggling comes from the impact of the molecules on the pollen pushing it this way and that way. And I saw a parallel with our lives because when you look at your life, if you sit down and think about, and I'm talking about in detail, not just the headlines, if you think about all the details of what happened to you, you will find that there was a time where you had the extra cup of coffee where if you hadn't, you wouldn't have met person A. Yeah. Or you probably yeah. don't realize that if you hadn't done this, you would have gotten into a car crash, which you didn't because you were a little bit later than the drunk guy hit someone else or whatever. Uh, I, I, when I look back in my life or I looked at the lives of certain celebrities, I could find so many instances like that. And I had fun tracing some of them, how little things uh, make a big difference. And what they really do is they raise opportunities for you or they raise challenges. And the course of your life depends on how you react to those opportunities and challenges that the randomness uh, presents to you. Uh, if you're awake and paying attention, you will find that things happen. They might seem good, they might seem bad, uh, but the important thing is how you reacted to it. Leonard Mladenow is on the faculty of Caltech for many years and has written five best-selling books, including co-authors like Stephen Hawking and Deepak Chopra. He was also a screenwriter for several episodes of my favorite, Star Trek The Next Generation. Becoming Wise is produced at On Being Studios, which is located on Dakota land. Our team is Marie Sambilay, Lily Percy, and Chris Hegel, and our theme music is provided and composed by Zoe Keating. This podcast is produced by On Being Studios in Minneapolis, Minnesota.